This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Eden's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. All right, I'm going to just break news. Michael just told me something off the air. It's not for the air. This could change our relationship, but I'm screwed. I'm going for it. You've been a bad guy the last couple days anyway. Hey, guys, welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. On Tiwi. It's uh, brought to you by... Us. You know why? Because tomorrow, dig this, ENN will be a live vehicle. The whole show will be live. It's going to be a bacchanal. And we hope they have to shut down 8th Avenue because it's so crazy. ESPN New York, we're celebrating the return of Knicks basketball. And the K-Show will be live from Taylor Public House. Steps away from the garden. 505 8th Avenue. That's 35th and 8th to you and me, Don. And we're going to count the steps because we're too. walking. Me too. And you too, Michael. Yeah. Um, we got uh, Nick's ticket giveaways. So we're giving away tickets to that Nick game, huh? I don't. I, it doesn't say that. It just says Nick ticket giveaways. Okay. So I don't want to get crazy. Yeah, let's get uh, nuts. Mike Breen will be there. Yep. John Starks yep. will be there. Yep. Mike Greenberg will yeah, be there. Breen. And what happens when Breen and Greenberg get together? Becomes Mike Breenberg. <laughs> Um, start game night early <laughs> with the K good. Show at that. Taylor Public House. It's all brought to you by John Starks Kia and Loyal Nine Cocktails. I think that's the first time we're having a guest that's helping to sponsor the show, too. It's probably the only reason well, we were able to do it. That's a good point. Let's start off by saying good evening to Michael. This is a special day for Don because it's an orgiastic hockey day. And good evening to Michael. You really do have to just take it. And to Michael. How about Natalie's ass husband? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you should have tried it without the husband. I know it's not no, right. No, we're not doing that. No, I know it's not right because it wasn't what he said. Well, I, I would, I'd be all for that if you did it. Uh, we don't like the doctor. Get out the, the razor blade and splice it up. Let's, Make it that. Let's say, oh my God. let's say good evening to Don. I will take tips. And to Don. I don't relate sex and arousal to sports. <laughs> and to Don. I enjoy sports, but I get no flow. <laughs> But you went with that. That you went with, yeah. but you wouldn't splice out husband. husband. Yeah. Let's say good evening to myself. It's very hard. And to myself and Michael. It's a very raw show. We get at least an inch on that. Who doesn't want an inch? Oh, it's like, oh my God. It's wow. Good evening uh, to Kenny Albert. Most people would probably not know that I could play the piano by ear. <laughs> That now. <laughs> that with Jonathan Gilmore on, on Sundays. That's it. In the announcer line. That's it. You will not hear ping pong I, again. I need to hear that at least once a week. I got you. Most people would probably not know that I could play the piano by ear. <laughs> he said it in the exact same tone as the ping pong. Do you know who's uh, who else it's is exactly a, a, a great pianist? Excuse me? Uh, that works for MSG? Great, great pianist. pianist yeah. That works for MSG. You just mentioned his name. Earlier. Mike Breen? Mike Breen can really, really? play the piano, yeah. <laughs> Which makes him a Breenist. <laughs> Go on, take the show. By the way, speaking of, uh, speaking of the Knicks, congrats in order. I, I saw online earlier today that Monica McNutt will be the uh, color Primary commentator, Primary. the analyst. Primary. Primary, Primary analyst yes. on radio. Yeah. There will be a, you know, I think, I think Wally and Alan are going to get a few, but... 
Congrats this to Monica, though. Yeah. Monica, yeah. She gave us one of our higher ratings last year. All right. And by the way, whose idea was it? That you was know, Jacob's idea. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Jacob. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Good job, Jacob. He said, let's bring in Monica McNutt. Yep. And then, boom, a 23 like, hey, share. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in the meeting. He's like, hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, how about a little, uh, little McNutt? <laughs> why, do you, why do you sound like that? It's not a flattering invitation. Listen, wait, listen to Jacob. You say the same thing. Tell me it's not the same. Say McNutt. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that you, know you can't what? have Monica without McNutt. <laughs> That's go. right. You know what? That's pretty good. You know what? I tell you, he's being wasted on the board. It was like it was like because it was like last week, Michael. You know, the regular Griffin, of course, is you know what. But then randomly the other yeah. day, he just was it this day? Was it? Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard that Griffin? Yeah. Well, yeah. The more serious and deeper. No. Listen I, to that. Hey guys, how are you? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. There. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, guys, bad news, Michael. I know you don't like anything negative about Jerry Jones. Well, this isn't really bad, so don't worry about it. Uh, Jerry Jones was on 105.3 The Fan. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure you're dialed in. You know everything that Jerry Jones is talking about. You care. You're locked in. You're dialed in. You appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It means something to you. Sure. Anyways, he says he will not initiate any trade talks right now for the Cowboys. Not trying to improve the roster before the October 31st deadline. It would, quote, have to come our way. I like where we are with our personnel today. I'm not thinking in any way we need to upgrade our roster. Famous last words, Jerry. Famous last words. So he thinks they're good? I guess so. Speaking of Cowboys, the Rams released former Cowboy Brett Maher after he had three costly misses mm. against the Stullers, which you guys know and, cost me a perfect week. And yeah. we also Brett Maher. we did not get into it. I wanted to bring it up. We moved on quickly when we were doing uh, NFL yesterday. How much they screwed up that that fourth down play. That he did not get the first down. Rams should have gotten the ball back and with a chance to at least tie the game. Instead, the Steelers were able to take a knee. He didn't cross the line. I don't know what they were thinking. By the way, but because it was originally called. A first down, it had to be conclusive, and you know how difficult it is to do that on you know where the ball spotted. But I don't know if you saw the replay or whatever. It was not close. I don't think. Also, am I taking crazy pills? Yes. I was a little surprised. Maybe you guys are going to say I'm nuts. You're nuts. At, at how sure the commentary team and apparently the ref group, the same ref group who screwed the Commanders against the Giants, were on that catch at, on the sideline that ended the game essentially. Didn't see it. I did not think. Who who was it? Hyatt. I did not think his foot was in bounds. Oh no, it was. Well, you thought the first you, foot was down. The first foot was down. They even. You, but you couldn't. But who, who was the um? Who was the I referee you analyst? Know. You see, you see the, the 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 black spray up. Like it, people were looking at. You're right. The second foot was out of bounds, but it didn't matter because that first, would be like the third because the first one they're saying, the back heel and then he brought. The, yeah, I I, I understand. Uh, you were looking at the wrong feet. No, I saw it. I then saw the other one. I just wasn't so sure on the timing as they were. They were because the timing of when the ball was actually in. Whatever that group is special. Also, can I ask you another thing that I'd like to complain about the game? I gave it a day because we lost and we deserved it. Mm. When when Deron Payne did the whether he was fake injured or was actually hurt and then they ran ten seconds off the clock, what's the point of that? The running the ten seconds off that because people go down like that just to get a, a timeout that they don't have. Right, so they punish them. You, okay, but if you don't do anything with that time, right? Like you, like I understand why you can't then. Yeah, but if you allowed that to go on without the ten second runoff, people would be doing it all the time. To do what though? To stop the clock. Yeah. 
Yeah, trying but, to stop the clock with no timeouts. But they didn't do anything. They had time for another play. Nothing got done. But still, it's stopping the clock. If that specific one doesn't like end the game, it, people would do that if they're out of timeouts. They would fake uh, an injury. I think the Giants would have had to punt. They did. They had to punt. It ended up caught. That's what I'm saying. It was reverse. There was no upside to him doing it. There was no. Well, you talking at the end of the game? Yeah. When when Deron Payne faked the injury, they had to punt. There was no upside to him doing it. They were going to run out of time. Instead, they ran the 10 seconds off at the end. But what did he gain from doing it? There was no gain. It was only a loss. So either A, he's a moron, and he faked it, or B, the rule doesn't always make sense. I get the rule in general, but in that spot, it didn't make sense. It hurt them. And we ended the game ended. You guys were going to, oh, 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 oh. Hold on, we forgot to mention this. What the hell was your brilliant head coach doing at the end of that game, knowing you might have to punt, kneeling backwards three times in a row to punt from the back of the end zone? I believe he said he was going to go with the safety and yeah, get the ball back to you. Yeah, he could have done the safety. Right, he was going to do the safety. Absolutely. So he never would have had a punt with it back to the end. He would have punted so on he the safety. So he would have, hold on, what was the, the score was seven. So he was going to take it, put it to nine, right. and then kick it deep. Right, right. Okay, okay. Well, not, no, he wouldn't put it. It, it would have put seven, it to five. Put it, put it to five. He would have lost two points. Seven would have. Oh, sorry. Seven would have went to five, and then right. he kicked it. They, so they five. weren't going to punt the ball. But by the way, is that that doesn't feel a little weird? Like, no, I. I, I you wouldn't. It, but you don't trust your running back to just hand it off and run straight no, up the middle three times. No, no Do you remember the miracle of the Meadowlands? No way. You got to kneel down there. Really? Absolutely. There are a lot. There are a lot of teams that in that and, situation trust the running back to hands it all no, three times. And, and Barkley got hurt. Man, Anthony just reminded me. Barkley got hurt on so that very give, play against Arizona. It doesn't make sense to run the ball though. Everybody's been so I, I, expert at like stripping the ball now. I, I think it makes sense to just try to run the ball forward, maybe get a first down and end the game, and but not have not to kick gonna, it off to anyone. Gonna, if, if you if you are. Um, trying to get a first down or trying to like gain yards, you you have a chance to fumble the ball. Okay, but if you kick it off deep, and Jamison Crowder been had great returns all day, you have a chance he runs the whole thing back. Nah. You wouldn't rather end the ball just picking up one first down and uh, kneeling on and ending the game. I would no because the the the, the risk reward is not worth it. I don't know. I, there's risk to giving the ball back to the other team. Just my two cents. Just my two cents. I don't. If there was something eerie. It reminded me of the Giants' past about moving backwards in that spot. Or, or how about this? How about just a quick? Um, how about just a QB sneak? How about a, a, yeah, a but, but push? What happened with Miami and Georgia Tech? I mean, really, it happens but, but, all the but time. Wait a minute. But wait it also, minute. you show me one of those, I'll show you a thousand more where the game just ended. No, you wouldn't because it never. Nobody will ever run the ball in that situation. It doesn't make no sense. No one runs the ball out at the end of a game. No, they kneel down. They kneel no, down kneel at the down. end of every game. Yeah. Yes. If yes. they're going to have to give the ball back, yes. no, they don't. No, but you're not really giving the ball back. There's ten second, less than ten seconds left. And if he if he wants to get a okay. safety, he's all the uh, right. They could go right, they run back right. on right. the end zone before they get I, safety. So never, if I block the punt, all right, I'm going to punt the ball now, right? Okay. Punt can, the, the it could get blocked. The snap can go over my my kicker's head and result in a touchdown. I take the two points becomes a five point game. No, I don't. I get that. I get the free kick. Nothing bad can happen other than it being returned. But with less with that time left. He would have been able to just kick it deep. I, mean, I think there's less of a chance of that happening than I, the pumping block I, I, or fumble. I, I respect that argument. Going for a straight-up safety in the end mm-hmm. of it, I don't have a problem with. But I also wouldn't have a problem with you just put the ball, try to push the ball forward a few yards and oh. end up getting a first down. But 
But Peter and don't say that no teams do that. No, all right. Point out a team that does every single week. Literally end the game by on second down on that drive, throwing it for a first down. Not everyone kneels down at the end of a game. This is a dysfunctional offensive line. Okay, well you got a backup quarterback. That's a fair. If the clock is running out, it is professional malfeasance not to kneel down and and risk getting a turnover. I I I hear you, but you're acting as if there would it would be professional malfeasance if there was a if the other team wasn't going to get the ball back. But there's a chance they wouldn't get the ball back, Peter, because with fourth down, they would have seven <laughs> seconds left, right? So if you have Tyrod Taylor take the snap, start running back and forth in the end zone, and then if anybody gets close, See, that's you run out, too. and the clock's but, out. You know what? He's, he's so right. They would have never had the free kick, because he would have probably just ran around, killed some that? time. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know if you want to do that down there, though. That seems a little iffy. You make a mistake. You drop the ball. Someone picks it up in the end zone. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. There was way more time in the Eagle-Jet game anyway. No, right. They're just referring to that game. They do it all the time. No, I just, no, no they don't. No, the, the, guys, I've been watching football for 40 years also. 40. People don't kneel every time. Every Sometimes time. Sometimes they hand off to their running back who they trust to move the ball forward and not cough it up. Just because Saquon Barkley had a stronger man take the ball from him like a baby, that's a that, that doesn't happen to every single running back. Look, now you're making me attack Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I blame you for it. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, Michael, you want to hear from Dusty Baker? Sure. Dusty Baker, after the Astros' loss on his future. I don't know. I haven't had time to evaluate or think about my future because, you know, like I'm not that kind of dude. I, I don't want to steal a spotlight or anything from these guys. Savor what we did, and then I'll evaluate my situation and in my life. You know, we'll see. I'll talk to my daughter. I got two grandsons, a year and a half. I mean, I've really sort of cheated them from my quest for another ring. I think he, he's done. He sounds incredibly young for his age, no? No, he's very hip, but he's he's done. Because there was a report even before the game that uh, this was going to be it. And, and I understand he's not going to announce that and take the shine away from the Texas Rangers, but I think he's done. And, and you know, with their owner, he might want him to be done. Because Dusty Baker did the impossible. What he did was he took over a dysfunctional organization with a stink attached to it because of the um, the cheating. And you know what? He took that away because of his class and elegance and you know, he did. He did the job he's supposed to do. He got his World Series. Yeah. He's never won a game seven, and Melvin uh, Bochi has never lost a game seven. Pretty amazing, right? And by the way, speaking of managers, Bob Melvin was allowed by the Padres to talk to the, the Giants. Got hired by the Giants. Yeah, almost makes you not want him. You would think by the Giants that the that the team in your division didn't want him. I don't. And think, that was a think really bad year. He and Prowler didn't get along. That's fine, but that was a really bad year. That was awful. So much expectations. They that did is fin- sort of I think weird. they did finish above 500, uh, but still, it was were a miserable year. 82 and 80, same yeah. as the Yanks. Just in case you didn't know, Don, Michael at all times has the current MLB standings just sitting right in front of him. No matter where he is during the day, 
It's almost like a quarterback with plays on his wrist. He can just pull up the NBA stand and uh, MLB standings at any moment. Um, guys, NBA underway tonight. That's right, your TNT doubleheader. The Lakers and the Nuggets at 7.30. That is a very early uh, Denver game. What is that, 5.30? No. Or is it just one hour? Fourth? No, it's two hours in Denver. That's mountain time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Five, it's 5.30. That was, that was troubling down the evening. No, 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 no. no, no, no. You, it would be... It would be um, PST? It's PST or mountain so, time? So no, 7.30 is what? It's mountain time. So 7.30 here? here? So it's 5.30 there. 5.30. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> no, but you said, no, but you said an hour. No, I said... I said you know no, I was answering when you said it's is in an hour. I said no, it's two. It's Mountain Time again. If I'm president, all these go away. You no know, Mountain Central. It's all the same time. I don't know what we're doing. I, I, I don't know said, what we're I doing. You said, "Are you good, Spider?" I don't uh, know what we're doing. Kids wake up when they when they change the time at seven o'clock in the morning. It's going to be dark out. What are we doing? We have electricity, people. Let's all wake up. It's stupid to live in a world where it's three hours difference uh, when you just make a phone call to people. We're all trying to do business at the same time. Why am I watching a West Coast game at 1030 at night? It's stupid. We're um, not full of farmers. We've got, ele- we've got electricity now, people. It's not 1840. Don, this would be a big part of your ticket, running for president. I'm telling you. He's Who would be your um, vice president? It's a good question because I want to pick somebody that I think is is educated, right? Uh, politically motivated, mm-hmm. and I and I think it's important to be younger than me. And I don't know who that is. Educated, politically motivated, well, younger. That sounds like it would be you. You know you what? Mean, Peter would be a candidate for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd be in the conversation. I don't know if we completely align, but I think that's a good thing. That's the thing about our ticket. We're hitting different things, yeah, different strokes for yeah, different folks. That's the that's gonna be it's gonna be Lagreca Rosenberg. Hit different, it hits different. How about that? How about that is the bumper <laughs> no, sticker, no, Lagreca no. Rosenberg. It hits different. Mm. Would that work? No, I think different strokes for different folks. And 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 on our thing, we make the whole campaign. The theme is the show, different strokes, the song, the look, the graphics. Yeah. You know, you're Willis and I'm Arnold. Yeah, I can see that. So would Michael be Mr. Drummond? <laughs> Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> He'd rather be Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> Let's make this happen, Peter. Let's hear from Micah Parsons. Uh, you know what? You talk about podcasts, he's got the best one. No one's better. By the no way, I guarantee better. the audio is perfect. Here's Micah Parsons explaining why Kelsey's better when Taylor Swift is in the building. I saw a stat that Travis Kelsey plays better when Taylor Swift is in attendance. Travis Kelsey's my boy, best tight end in the league for like the past three, four years. So it's obviously not Taylor Swift. But I'm going to tell y'all one thing. When there is a bad girl and she's in attendance and she's watching you, that gives you an extra boost of confidence. When you pull up to the gym and your girl's with you, I don't care who's in front of me. Like, without a doubt in my mind, Kawhi Leonard could be in front of me. I got to give him 30. I refuse to go in that car on the way home. And my girl's talking about, damn, he drops you off today, huh? Nah, that's not happening. So you know what Kelsey's doing. I know what's going on. He was already doing it. So now it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to do it more now. Like, it's a swagger. It's a confidence when that thing's happening. I know how I go. Come on now, Pete. He's so right. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, I still don't believe in the relationship fully, but I'm getting there. She kissed him on the cheek. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, what's that? Because they're not, they're not glomers. They're not going to no. like give you that, like you know, they so Oh yeah, yeah. They're not into attention at all. No, I don't not think like there's that. been any consummation. Wow, really? that's my belief. Oh, I believe there's been. No, I'm, I'm very, very no. sure of it. This is a big story you're going to want to follow here on this show. No. Our friend Chris Russo on Sirius discussing whether he will retire 
if the Diamondbacks win their series against the Phillies? I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. I, I, a, I'm stunned they beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. And I'll say this right now. If they win the next two days, they win the next two games and win this series in seven games, if they win, I will I will retire on the spot. Now, I can further the story. Tori Lovello, manager of the Diamondbacks, said, I would love to see him quit if we won. You know what I mean? There's nothing better than a wise guy New Yorker saying something and then having to chomp on those words. We have it? Here you go. Let's hear. That type of stuff is kind of entertaining to me because I know that Mad Dog has a show and he's got to do his thing. But I would love to see him quit if we won today. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's nothing there's nothing better than a wise guy New Yorker saying something than having to chomp on those words. So that's how I'm processing it, and it'll be great. He's a friend of mine. I love Mad Dog, and I know that he's going to end up hearing this, and I didn't want to really get into this, but I did. That will do it for ENN on this He's Tuesday. Not. If the Diamondbacks win, if the Di- he is not leaving SiriusXM. He's not. He's got he to is. eat his words. He's going to do it. No, he will not. No, because he's already Listen, I love Rob hopper. Thompson. I want the Phillies to win. I think it'd be a better World Series. But now there's a part of me that so Lock desperately wants the Diamondbacks to win just to show that he would not quit. Lock he loves down. doing radio. He's got something else going on. He's going to leave Sirius anyway. Watch it. Oh, wow. I can't wait. We'll see. Book it, Dano. So would they change the name from Mad Dog Radio? Would... No, they don't have to. Hey, his station it's will still, continue. It's still his legacy. Interesting. <laughs> All right, we have Dan Grasso. That's why Don's been so up today, because Dan's actually in the oh. building. Yeah. 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 And then we have the Rangers later on. Sure we do. We have the Don's big 16-pick uh, parlay, right. which could make you $68,000 for 10 bucks. Oh, it's been a great show. You kidding me? Tomorrow, we're on the road, 35th and 8th. I drop by and say hello. Taylor's Public House. In the words of Billy Joel, life is a series of hellos and goodbyes. I'm afraid it's time for goodbye again. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.